And welcome to Breaking the Panel, where this time nobody oh, talks shit. to... Oh, shit. We almost forgot to interrupt him. It was so close. It was so close, but we, we got it right there at the end. Ah. Oh, I'm Charles McFall. That ass hat is Chris Wisdom. <laughs> yes, I am. The, uh, the, the, the sneaky, the assassin of ass hats is Paul Klotz, because he waits. He waits for months, and I get lulled in the complacency going, yo, Klotz is a professional. He's not going to talk over the intro, and then he gets me. So I know that's coming at some point. Uh, but then for our last volume, two episode, uh, two, episode 215, volume four, we do have Tony P. Henderson from the Tony P. Oddcast. Hey, here sitting in for Phil. I just wanted to be creepy. I don't know where <laughs> that came from. It, it, came, <laughs> it came from a place of creepiness and uncomfortableness. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> that seems to be your life, right? Creepiness and uncomfortableness. That's the memoirs that you're going to write. <laughs> um, just a creepy uncle with no nieces and nephews. <laughs> Well, what topic did you want to talk about, Tony? You know, man, uh, it is. It, we are in the middle of Corona COVID Fest 2020. Uh, apparently, they have the new commemorative coins coming out. Don't forget to pick those up in the latest <laughs> Tumble Bundle. Um, but because I've been stuck at home, I've been, one, playing a lot of uh, Breath of the Wild, finally, but also watching a ton of shows that I, I'm usually a pretty slow TV watcher, if you will. Um, but I've been getting it in. And I just kind of want to hear what everyone else is watching and make some recommendations for the weekend and, you know, find something new that people have been watching. So I, I know what I've, what I've been doing lately is I'll have like a Friday night theme. And so a couple Fridays ago, I was like, we're doing stand up. So I watched uh, Chris Delila, whatever his name Chris is. Delia. Yeah. Delia. Yeah. yeah. Um, some other comic that had a stand-up special. <laughs> oh, um, the take my balls and go home. What is the guy's name? Um, yeah, that guy. And then um, some an impression on you. <laughs> yeah, it's I I forgot who they were, but a uh, bunch of stand-up. And then the following week was a documentary weekend, and uh, I picked up um, how to fix a drug scandal. Has anyone what? checked that out? No. Oh man, you guys are missing out. So that's been my new thing: how to fix a drug scandal. Um, a little, a little older for for me, but kind of recent was the McMillionaire, which I can't recommend uh, enough. Yeah. Um, a circus of books, which is not family appropriate, but it was pretty interesting. It's about this old couple that owns a gay porn shop. Um, but how to how to fix a drug scandal was probably probably the one I would recommend. It's um. <laughs> So it's it's people in uh, Massachusetts. Yes, it's someone. One of you guys live near there, don't you? That's Anthony. Where <laughs> ba basically <laughs> the people that work at the drug labs for the well, it's two different stories. One woman who works at a drug lab um, was was taking drugs every day, stealing drugs from the lab for like years, like hmm. nine, ten years. And then si somewhat simultaneous in a completely different lab in Massachusetts, there's a woman who was just kind of fudging her reports, just like, yeah, that's good, whatever, <laughs> rushing through them. Wow. And so both of these storms kind of meet in the middle and have way more repercussions than you can possibly imagine. Um, and it's, again, super interesting. Not, not my normal thing, uh, but I have been – 
I was I was on top of it. I would recommend it once you get through Tiger King because obviously <laughs> you got to watch Tiger King. Well, I've been watching uh, these videos on Facebook by somebody named Tony who talks about how Miracle Whip killed Carol Baskin's <laughs> husband. <laughs> I, I don't get all of the references, but sure, you know it's a cool video to watch. It's awesome. That is that is my um, work from home lunchtime quarantine uh, lunch break. And as I mentioned to some of y'all in the in the pre-show, it started as just honestly video practice, practice getting in front of the camera, practice talking, uh, practice making videos every day, and it's turned into just a daily rambling slash trivia slash poll. And yeah, last week it was the uh, Miracle Whip versus Mayonnaise debate, and I, I learned a lot of my friends have very specific mayonnaise preferences. <laughs> You know, I did not. I did not realize it was that that strong. Now, what about you, Klotz? I see a reference in the chat room. I don't know if it's for this topic. What What have you been been fielding lately? Uh, so uh, we've been like, and Nicole and I haven't been watching a ton of television lately. Uh, we did. We we have watched a few things that I think she's referring to as Voldemort that we can't talk about. Uh, she, she's introduced me to some of the stuff she grew up on, uh, and it's been kind of an interesting trip. But uh, we were watching Community for a while because that just recently showed up on Netflix. That was cool. And uh, we also, uh, I mean, of course, with Crash Test Pilots, we watch something new every week, uh, whether it's some, something one of us or both of us has seen before. But we watch the first episode of a television show and review it for our other podcasts. So we're always watching something. And <laughs> uh, last week we did um, Marvels and Humans. And oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> no. it, it was actually worse than I remembered. God, God. <laughs> you lived was, through it. It was, well, it, it, can you believe that it was 2017? It feels like we were talking about that yesterday, but it was so <sighs> long ago. But yeah, no, it's, uh, we haven't really been watching a lot of stuff. Uh, maybe we'll get back into it at some point. It, it's just been tough with the whole Animal Crossing addiction. And I'm, I've been streaming just about every day for several weeks now. I didn't stream today. Today was other than this show. This was the first time I'd taken a day off in a while. So that's been going on. And it's just television hasn't really been on my radar. But mm -hmm. there's some stuff I want to watch. In particular, I really, really want to watch Altered Carbon Season 2. Oh, uh, okay. I just, uh, I watched the first episode just to get a taste for it, just to be like, all right, so how's it feel with Anthony Mackie? I want to know. And I was like, all right, I'm good. Like, that first episode, I was like, I'm, he's fine. He's great. So I don't want to turn this into an Altered Carbon discussion, but <laughs> I did not love it. You didn't I, um, like season two, or did no, you not like season one? I didn't either? like season two. Like it was a it was a a trek for me. I um I watch one show every day during my lunch break, and then a different show after work. So I, I'm still I'm I'm lucky that I'm still working. I've been working from home, so I work you know like eight to five during my lunch break. I go in the living room watch one thing, and then watch something different. And even I have these weird like it's a daytime show an evening show and so altered carbon was my lunch show for a while and i just it just wasn't working for me i did switch um i gave happy a shot mm -hmm. because i had i was had zero familiarity with the show um and but i, I loved love it. it yeah it's like good stuff. the first i was like this is this is this is what Tony is about. This weird, dark, <laughs> right. twisted, you know, violent, but funny, 
silly. Like I just, I, I was all about it. I'm almost done with season two. Um, so that's been my, my lunch show of, of recent, but Paul, I, I cut you off. There was other stuff you've been wanting to watch. Well, no, Alter carbon is a big one. Uh, I have heard good things about happy uh, den of botched actually did a panel last year at dragon con about it he was like the he like led the panel they, well, they had like a line wrapped around the building and then they found out that uh, the world's most okay dm was hosting it and i think he got four people in the room well funny <laughs> enough I, I mentioned it on another show and dennis was like oh man i love it i did a panel i was like what i had no idea this went down and he was like, neither did anybody else. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody showed. I think uh, there's a reason that show got canceled. <laughs> it um they he said of the four of the four people, one was uh, his friend Travis, who we all know. Uh and one there was there was someone on the panel who just like she was like, Yeah, I'll be on the panel, that'd be great. And then come time of the panel, she was like, I don't really like the show. I just like Pat and Oswald, who does <laughs> a voice. <laughs> But he's yeah. a very small part of the show, in, in all fairness. I, it's not – it, there's a lot more going on to Happy than just Patton Oswalt. Right, okay, but I just got this – but he's not a small – I mean, physically a small, I guess, but um, – <laughs> But to be like to, – to say that's the only thing I like, that that's a weird, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I get yeah, people that, all the time that say I'm the only reason they watch this show. So I mean, I understand. Your wife, Kim, doesn't count, Chris. <laughs> I've enjoyed Happy a lot, and she's it's not going to listen one. after this episode anymore either. And you're probably <laughs> not going to be allowed to come back. Uh, uh, one other show that I've been wanting to watch for a while. I've been hearing good things about it for a number of years uh, on Netflix is Ozark. You haven't watched Ozark? I haven't watched it, Me but either. I've heard. I hear people talk about Ozark like they used to talk about Breaking Bad like it's very similar in vibes um i think the first season of ozark is the best matter of fact ooh, um you should cover it on um crash test, crash test because to it's it to me it's one of the singular best first episodes uh it's almost like a standalone little movie where if it ended there it'd be fine um but just a, an amazing first episode grant it's like an hour and a half um but definitely It'd be a good excuse, and then you know you would know mm -hmm. if it's for you or not. Uh, oh, I love yeah, Ozark. Ozark's pretty solid. I I blew through that fast. I want to go back to Alter Carbon season two for a second. Uh, <laughs> Poe, no, no, no. You're 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 not wrong, Tony. If it weren't for Poe, I got so invested in his journey. Yeah, I mean that's why. Why with if you take Poe out of that recipe, it's a generic sci-fi thing that Anthony Mackie couldn't say. You know, it wasn't bad as mediocre, but you drop when you drop Poe in there, it was it was just his story was so good. The arc was so good there. I agree. I really did yeah. like everything with Poe. So um I Chris, I, what do you yeah, Chris, what are you watching? Chris, what are you watching? Tony. You're not, Chris, you spend a you spend a lot of time sleeping on the couch at sound. So what yeah, are you yeah. doing? <laughs> so there's been a there's been a couple of things. So I, I started uh <clears throat> Zach Braff and uh, Donald Faison have started a new podcast called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Incredible. It's all about their experience it's on Scrubs. They start out, they're going episode by episode through the show. Um, and I was like, well, shit, I'll, I'm definitely going to listen to this podcast. I listened to the first podcast. And I was like, oh, man, I got to start rewatching the show. Started rewatching the show. So during the day while I'm working, that's just on in the background. And I'm like, oh, God, I miss this show so much. It's just so good. Um, but I will tell you, this, this, most recent season this this season of clone wars 
on Disney Plus has got me so amped from beginning into where we are right now. Um, and just this, this the, the most recent episode had one of the best lightsaber sequences to hit film, let alone animated. And then you find out after the fact that it was mo-capped and the Darth Maul portion, guess who came back to be Darth Maul? So you... For the price of one, Melissa McCarthy, you, you had the, <laughs> you, you had the two talents that made Darth Maul become Darth. They combined wow, by their powers awesome. combined. You had Sam Witwer voicing Ray Park's fighting style as they did mocap to catch this these fighting sequences between him, nice. he and ah- Ahsoka. Just amazing, just amazing. It's good stuff. Um, so those two are the those are the main things I've been watching. Uh, the wife and I, when we find time to watch TV together, it's been the Connors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, I love the Connors. It's it's been really good. They I I don't feel like they're suffering for not having Roseanne. I mean, there's times when I get a little wistful because I'm like, oh man, that'd have been cool to see how Roseanne was reacting in this or what would how she would have affected the family dynamic. But man, they've been able to to I don't know pivot and move on from things that have changed. It's crazy. So I haven't. I'm not current on the Connors, but I for probably like six or seven episodes after they came back without her. Mm-hmm. I did watch it and I was really surprised by how well they pivoted it. Like they basically for sorry, spoiler, but if you don't know, they, they wrote her off the show by killing her. Uh, they had her die and watching them pivot losing Rose Roseanne into losing Rosie in the story and having the whole family come to terms with the sudden death of the matriarch and the pain that they were all going through in particular, Dan, like what he was going through and just the performances they're putting in, it was still funny in the classic way that that show was, but like, and there's, you know, they're still hitting a lot of the same notes, but the, there was some real drama there in how the character work was being done and the pain that was being demonstrated. And I thought it was really good. And I actually think the show is probably better for it. And I, it, Roseanne's probably going to be pissed to hear that, but oh, so you're, <laughs> you're going to be one of the people she sues. It's, <laughs> it's, it's funny to me. Cause in the original one, they killed Dan off and then they brought right. Dan back, back yep. yeah. and then now they kill Roseanne off. And yeah. um, I, I, you know, they wrote her off because of some crazy things she said, And I I don't agree with what she said, but I've just had the hardest time with the idea of them writing her off the show. It's just been weird to me. And I just, you know, I probably would like it. I loved Roseanne. It's a solid show. It's really good. And I'll tell you, Darlene is a natural successor to Rosie. mm, Like she, she really is. And so she's, she's stepped up as the matriarch. And that's, it's Mm -hmm. just this, the steady follow through. Uh, The the Dan storyline has traveled through until this, this current season. Like you're just kind of starting to get some resolution on him and where he's at with her death. Excellent. Breaking the Panel is made possible by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash breaking the panel because we do appreciate the help. Um, but beyond that, like uh, you talked about documentaries. Um, so I'm probably not supposed to say this because this isn't supposed to the way you're supposed to watch it. But the dark side of the ring, catch it on YouTube. It's 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 wrestling documentaries about. So I will tell you, season two episodes, I think one and two of the of the second season, it's the Chris Benoit story, and it is mm. so amazing. Like the first season, uh, there's a lot of good storylines in there too, but 
YouTube, Dark Side of the Ring, look them up, watch them. They're amazing. And if you want to start with Chris Benoit, that's a heavy subject. And just watching how these these wrestlers like talk about it and are still dealing with it. Um, because you got to remember, like we lost, they it's not we, but they lost Eddie. And then a year later, they lose Chris to those horrible circumstances. Um, uh, Chris Jericho is the one that does um, voiceover for, for second season. He kind of narrates it. And pretty early on into that, that, that talk about Chris Benoit, he was like, because I think they play a clip from what what he says later. He's like, if you think I am here to defend a man that murdered his family or did these terrible things, he's like, you just need to stop watching right now because you have no idea what this is about. And it's like, nice. that's what that's what kicks it off. And it's so good and it's so compelling. And then that kind of led me through a rabbit hole because you watch, you end, the, you, you end on those and then it's just a bunch of Jim, a bunch of clips from Jim Cornette's podcast. And God damn it, if Jim Cornette doesn't, just still doesn't get me to this day. He just he <laughs> cracks me up. I love that dude. There's also a, a Beastie Boys documentary just came out on Apple TV or Apple Plus or whatever that I want to find, but I'm not not willing to put forth too much effort. <laughs> but I, I do want to check it out, but I'm not, you know, like, whatever. Um, and then my biggest surprise, I kept hearing from snippets here and there. Uh, I feel like it was mostly women, but I could be mistaken. And I was like, oh, what's this show? What's the show? Apparently, it's in its fourth season. And I was like, I guess I'll check this out is money heist has anyone watched has anyone been on money Heist? and and so, i've heard of it but i haven't bro so apparently it's uh bro. It's spanish bro <laughs> bro um i i watched what i never do this i usually if i started i gotta finish it but i was like oh, there's four seasons let me just watch one and if i don't like it i'll move past it i it's yeah I, it's apparently a spanish show that they've dubbed over but the dub isn't really bad um, so it's not like you, you probably wouldn't even notice it to be honest with you. Um, but it's the, the professor, this dude who gets a bunch of criminals together, much like a oceans 11 or something. And they're robbing the, um, the mint, like the Spanish mint. Um, I don't, I don't want to, I'll tell you what their heist is. It doesn't ruin anything. Cause it, there's way it's just super dramatic, but their plan, they train for like six months. They live together and train on this plan to break into the mint and essentially hold hostages and print their own money for like 10 days. And it's off the walls, bananas. It's, it's just super dramatic, uh, but not over the top, but just enough where I'm in, I'm buying every, every second of it. Um, and the biggest thing that I want to know is how does it go four seasons? So I don't know. I'll find out this weekend because <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll at least finish season one. And I'm like, what is going – how are there 40 episodes of this? And I would recommend it. It is. Well, how, a, many, how many times did they break out of that prison? On, on I don't box? know. So, I that's don't, all I'm saying. Like, like, so the first season is – the where I'm at right now is the heist of the mint. I don't know what happens, you know. And so I don't know if they get out, if they have another heist. This heist is supposed to be like – they said 280 million euros or something like, you know, $300 million or something crazy because they're just printing all their own money. And so they can't go on another heist, right? Like, I don't know. And so <laughs> I, I'll find out this weekend, but I would highly recommend it. Um, it's the, the dub isn't bad. It's interesting. I like international programming because sometimes it's just different. You don't know what you're going to get. I don't know who any of these actors and actresses are. They might die. I don't know them. You know, it's not like, there's a 
a superstar, at least if there is, I don't know who it is. Um, and it's just a cool show. And the main dude, I'll leave you with this. The professor looks just like uh, Moss from IT Crowd, Richard Iote. Richard Iote. And yep. it, it, I swear it's him. Uh, but, yeah, check it out. So Shannon Penn Oh, Shannon. <laughs> well, no, because you, who's, who's he married to now? <laughs> uh, Tony, you just brought up an international production that really resonated for you. And the moment you started talking about that, I immediately thought of dark from Netflix. Uh, season three is due to come out uh, hopefully in a couple months here, hopefully this summer. Uh, I know production on it was wrapped already before everything started happening, and so they were in post-production. But if you haven't checked out Dark, you you should. It's a German production, German-language production. It's the first one that Netflix has done. Uh, The the two seasons that are out, it's – it's the kind of show it's i like to describe it as being a little bit lost but with more payoff and uh it's it just it's grounded in reality but it deals with some sci-fi concepts that are pretty cool uh without getting like it's not star trek it doesn't get muddied up in the details of what's going on it just focuses on the characters and the story itself the character work phenomenal character work really great compelling story with a lot of questions and just like every episode's a masterpiece and everybody on that show are like i don't know who any of these people are and they're just great they're all incredible uh but i do highly recommend that you listen to you you listen to the german audio and read the subtitles because the english dub is awful it's I've Just heard it's the worst. amazing. Someone said kind of a Stranger Things vibe. Mm-hmm. And I've heard there's some time travel. And I was like, oh, I'm in, man. Come on. And it's one of them things. I don't know why. I think it just got put on the back burner. But I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, I yeah, so I, I would know. really suggest taking some time with it because I think you'd, you'd probably dig it. Uh, it does have time travel. And that's what I was getting at with, like, it's a sci-fi concept. But it's not a show that's getting, like, they're not focusing on the mechanics of it or anything like that for the most part. It's really about the characters. It's about the impact that the time travel events and what's going on around it have had on the characters. And it is the most convoluted, like things start looping back in on each other and you start realizing how things are related and how things have happened over time. And it just, it's crazy. It's, it's so good. It's, it's unbelievable that they managed to capture the magic again in season two. And I think in season three is the, the finish They they planned for three seasons. They plan to awesome. finish the story. Awesome. So they're going to, they're going to fully resolve it when the new season comes out. It's great. Uh, Nicole had to take notes while we were watching it. And I'll be honest with you, Nicole, when I sat her down to watch it, she wasn't wild about it for a little bit like maybe the first episode or two and then it got it hooks her it's hooks into her and she was like we need to watch more and we need to watch more we need to finish it so and, yeah go ahead no no go ahead sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say i'd like to go back to our previous topic then and that's something that i do definitely miss from the 90s is is being able to <laughs> not have to multitask mm. because i don't know that i would be able to pay attention. i can't i can't watch shows anymore without right Right. You know, doing stuff. Yeah. Like knowing how much you have to concentrate. Like that sounds awesome, but you you almost lost me. You're like, you got to watch the show. I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, right. Like, that's a, that's a big ask. You actually got to pay attention. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Forget it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you know, we talk about that on Crash Test all the time. How like some shows 
are shows you would put on in the background. Like we've covered a couple of what people would deem as like trashy family television or a trashy drama, comedy drama or whatever. And it's the kind of thing, like you mentioned Scrubs. Scrubs is a perfect kind of show to throw on in the background. You laugh at the, the gags and stuff. You enjoy the vibe of the show and you can work or do something else while you're doing it. It's not a big deal. It doesn't have to be your central focus. Dark is something you have to watch. Like you, you have to treat it like a, almost like you would a cinematic experience. You have to pay attention to the details. You have to pay attention to the characters you have. And I really strongly recommend subtitles over dub. Uh, but I have that problem all the time with anime. Uh, you know, I do like some anime and people will be like, Oh, you should check out this anime. It's so cool. And I'm like, here's the thing. <laughs> if I watch that anime, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the, dub you know the original dub and and read subtitles and that means that i can't do anything else so if you're trying to get me to sign up for a show that has like 600 episodes no no i don't even though they're 15 minute 20 minute episodes i don't have that no yeah but yeah. to be fair like eight minutes of that is opening and closing credits right, right. <laughs> yeah but yeah so that's that, that's definitely a thing dark is worth it and the episodes aren't super long it's that netflix format i think it's like 10 8 to 10 episodes per season two seasons so far third season's going to wrap it up if if they knock it out of the park the way they did with the other two seasons this is going to go down in history as one of the best tightest shows just perfectly done over the course of three seasons and just bloop there it is nice. kind of in the same way it, it wasn't three seasons but breaking bad breaking bad went down as like a show that was great the whole time and then it ended on a high note it ended still great it didn't fizzle out and it's funny funny you mentioned that i also uh, caught up on a uh, better call saw which is also really good yeah, mm -hmm. yeah you guys um you guys have me uh definitely sold on dark i've heard from a couple trust trustworthy sources um and again i don't know why i just kind of put it in the back burner other stuff comes up but you guys really have uh sold it sold it to me again so thank you of I'm course excited. like i'm legit excited like oh man i finally got one good takeaway from being on this show and I'll tell you, it's refreshing to watch something where you don't recognize. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, took, <laughs> it took me a second. Uh, it's, it's refreshing to watch something where you don't recognize everybody on screen or anybody doesn't yeah. stand out as that yeah. person. And to just be like, okay, th this, this character is Mikkel and this character is, you know, Katarina. And like, it, it's like, you don't see them as other people. You see them as just what they're presented as. And you're not thinking about, Oh, I remember this chick or that yeah, dude from that yeah. other thing. And that, it's, that's, what's been fun about um, money heist. And I look forward to that with dark. It's just a whole new world and experience, you know, and, and, and I'm more engaged in it because to your point, I don't remember them from something else. I know these people as only one, this is how I met this character and real mm -hmm. life actor, you know, so yep. yeah, yeah, man, I'm excited. And Nicole mentions, uh, she goes, that's the thing. Most of the actors aren't huge in German circles either in German language stuff. Uh, the only one who might, you people might have bumped into other things is oliver masucci uh he played hitler in this uh this thing about hitler being like dumped into modern times like as a time travel where he was just like appeared in the modern era and it, it's supposed to be kind of interesting i forget what it's called but uh that that was a whole thing so yeah like these aren't people who are like huge in german language it's not it's not dolph lundgren no yeah <laughs> 
or Dr. Dolph. Well, that's some bad. That's Come some on. bad casting. Well, well, yeah, he's he's <laughs> Swedish, anyways, isn't he? I don't know, something like that. Uh, uh, well, the the other thing is too, like because Nicole's a native German speaker, she hates a lot of what we consider quote unquote German television here, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. She can't stand, but she likes dark. And even she said that the the performances are good and all of that stuff. Like the production quality is good. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. It's one of my favorite shows that completely flew under the radar for tons of people. Awesome. Oh, oh, is it it my turn with the minute? We also covered it on uh, Crash Test Pilots. (laughs) It was our first episode. In fact, I'm sorry. It's really long. It's over an hour. Ah. Go ahead. I was just ready for Charles to wrap it up. Go ahead, man. Well, I, I was typing out what I like. Yeah, basically. You know, I've been watching uh, Paul, stuff. Paul, tell us about uh, this been, episode's humble bundle. I've been seeing stuff. <laughs> I like stuff. Charles. Westworld season three Charles. is the shit, man. It's awesome. Charles, bring bring us on home, Charles. Bring us on. Oh, home. Wait, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I I do want to expand on that. So you you tossed out Westworld season three. I watched Westworld I didn't watch season one. And then I heard season two was bad. Mm-mm. Mm. No, everything's I, doing really. Uh, uh, it's like a, it's like the stock market. You want to see? Every, I mean, yeah, it has ups and downs every episode, but everything is just climbing, climbing, climbing. Okay, so it's, it's, it's worth amazing. getting back into because one of my issues with Westworld was I I enjoyed the vibe of season one, but it was so slow in plotting. It took so long to get anywhere with the story. It goes a but little the, faster in season two and a little faster in season right. three, but because yeah, because you basically does, I mean so. you know where everybody's coming from. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Because yeah, so. I mean I I liked individual performances and I liked set pieces and stuff in season one, but it was losing me by the just nothing happening episode to episode. Like yeah, I lost a lot. Of people people that way uh but that season finale you saw all of season one right yeah that that sets the pace for season two a little bit okay and there's some ups and downs season three has a very well placed uh game of thrones easter egg in it oh, really? it, i, mean, I Just... caught it instantly paused it looked it up and like yep and they, they went a, in and a was Starbucks it a coffee cup, cup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, did they completely sacrifice all their plot lines <laughs> I was gonna say, there was just a random dragon <laughs> it was like, like what the hell and it breathed it, it breathed fire onto a chair yeah. and it melted and then they moved on really they just had warmers in the car seat and that's i took that as a, a <laughs> reference um no i i aaron paul aaron paul can do no wrong to the point, I'm actually going to go and back and watch that Hulu series he did about uh, the cult leader, where he's the cult leader. The following, oh, not the following. the following was something else. What was it? Um, I I know which one you're talking yeah. about. But I can't remember no. the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard interesting things. It just I didn't have time at the time. But I loved Breaking Bad. I loved El Camino, which is the Breaking Bad follow-up movie. And I saw him in something else. I don't remember, but he is so crisis right. Um, Uh, but yeah no season three i i was fully vested in season one it was slow as shit so i was able to watch it while i was doing other things that kept me invested wait is is aaron paul in westworld yeah three only in season three oh snap yeah i didn't know that uh yeah the show that he did was called the path and it looks like it did three seasons yeah 36 episodes and all i know is he's the star of it so i'm gonna i've heard i've heard really good things about the path uh, he was also in Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh, his voice was in it yeah. in USS Callister. Oh, that's wild. I didn't know that. Um, you know, the funny thing. And of course, Bojack Horseman. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's legitimately good in Bojack Horseman as well. 
Um, but I didn't know he was in Westworld. Now I'm, now I'm excited. The funny thing is I didn't like him on Breaking Bad, mostly because I didn't like the character. He did a good job playing it, but I right. hated I hated that character. And you were supposed to. But then yeah, he kind of oh, yeah. got redeemed, and then you hated him yeah. again. And then he got, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the trajectory of that character over the course of that show. By the end of it, I was like, all right, I don't hate you, but like, I'm done. I'm done with all of this. So, yeah, no. Uh, so he's not a big pull for me in other things. So I, I really need to try something else that he's in to see if I like him. Like, I got gotcha. you. It might be that I just hate Jesse Pinkman, you know? Guys, yeah. Um, but I will tell you this Westworld for me, what I loved about Westworld was the twists and turns. And if you tried, you might put some of the pins together, <laughs> excuse me, some of the pins together, but not all of them, but I don't try. I want to see where the story is going to take me. So every twist and turn is like, holy crap. That's amazing. And they've kept that all the way through, even into this newest season where you think, you know, everything you just don't. And it's, it's interesting how they're. They're still playing with time, and you never quite know when they're telling the story. Is it current time? Is it the past story? It just overlaps. It's it's not time where, travel at all. But where are they at right now um, in episodes? I, I think they're almost wrapped. Maybe gotcha. Uh, I, I waited for three or four episodes to drop before I started watching it, so I don't have to catch. So I can watch it in the end and not have to mm -hmm. wait on it. I think I'm on episode five or six, and if they're not wrapped, they're almost. Got yeah, it. They only Good do like know. eight or nine episodes typically. Awesome. But and then uh the one last one is I talked my wife into it and she loves it now. Uh let whoa, me make whoa, sure dude. personal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she loves me. I mean, she's not gonna divorce me like Chris's wife. Uh what we do in the shadows popped mm -hmm. up on Hulu the other day. And I'm yes. like, Oh yeah, I need to check that out. And I was like, Hey, let's watch it. She went, No. She saw that the poster. She's like, No, that's that looks stupid. I'm like, No, 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 but it's got Matthew Berry. I don't know who that is. No. I'm like, IT crowd, the boss. Just Oh, is he one with the funny voice? I'm like, yes, yes, he is. Father! <laughs> yeah. And we watched the first episode, and I, it's, it's, it's like an English comedy. There's moments where you really laugh, but the whole thing's just kind of fun, and it's paced out, and it's really good. Well, uh, Taika Waititi did a good mm -hmm. job. Korg has not shown up here, so I'm not boycotting it yet. The the film is great. the The original, the New Zealand film, is fantastic. But the show is different enough in its own thing that it's it's really fun. Uh, Nicole and I actually watched all of season one in Atlanta during Dragon Con last year. Okay, like when we were back in the room because it's it had just come out, and we we ended up watching a bunch of it. So like, yeah, it's it that that show is a lot of fun. Creepy paper. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's yelling at it. And All right. Guillermo. I can't. You can't. You Guillermo. Cannot. Guillermo is. Guillermo is the best thing that is thing. missing from the movie. Like, mm -hmm. he's so good on the show. Ten, yeah. It's ten, it's ten awesome. Years. <laughs> 10 years. Um, all right. What's the humble hit for tonight? All right. So uh, I actually have two things going on here. Uh, one, it's a non humble hit. Fanatical is another bundle site it's kind of like the i don't know it's like the great value <laughs> just gonna say always safe <laughs> uh, of, uh, they have of, falling of, prices over there yeah of bundle sites uh and so the, the all the bundles that they do aren't always winners but back in february they had the the insane killer bundle that i grabbed that had the surge uh the snk collection 
uh, King of Fighters 14 and some other stuff for like five bucks. Like I think it was 450 or something like that. It was an insane value. And uh, it, it actually sold out. They sold out um, the SNK titles out of that and they had to re-release it for like a buck cheaper like a couple weeks later. They have an insane bundle out right now. It's called the Sanctuary Bundle. I mentioned this last week, uh, so this might be just a rehash, but it is really good value. It's only $5. These are for Steam codes. Uh, it comes with a Blood Fresh Supply, which is a classic Doom-style FPS, like an old-school retro shooter. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic, which is a retro game. But then it has the more recent Warhammer 40K Sanctus Reach, uh, which focuses on... Uh, Iron Wolves and Orcs. And then it has, this is the big draw, I think, for a lot of people, the Telltale Games Walking Dead games. Uh, it has the first game with Season 2, all of the content. It has uh, the 400 Days mm -hmm. um, DLC, and it also has the Walking Dead Michonne side story. All of that. Another game called Redeemer, which is a isometric uh, action game, like fighting game. And then another big title off of this, which is a really well critically received game, indie game uh, that is quite good in This War of Mine, Final Cut, and also the Story Season Pass. Uh, this War of Mine is a side-scrolling survival game where you... Uh, basically play the role of somebody who like you you basically lead your household and you have to take care of your people and so you go scavenging out in the world and it's all like everything has consequences so like if you take food from a house you might be taking food from somebody and that person might talk to you they might attack you they might like try to guilt you or let you know that they're going to die and then the next time you walk through that house later they might not be there or something else might be there you know it's it's basically there's consequences to everything you do it's supposed to be a really great game it's a game that i've had on my wish list for years but was like waiting for it to show up in a bundle well it finally did and it comes with all the content you're getting the final cut definitive edition and then you're also getting the season pass for the dlc all for five dollars the walking dead titles alone are worth it uh charles i know you've played those in the past yeah. and said they're quite mm -hmm. good they're very good so i just wanted to pimp that for five dollars you can't beat it and of course there's steam codes so you could always give extras away or trade extras away if you happen to own some of these already or you just don't care that's all an option the last thing i do want to talk about is humble uh we are recording on the 29th of april which means friday is may 1st which also makes it the first friday in may which means we get a new monthly bundle from humble bundle so please if you haven't signed up before keep an eye out for that check it out i don't know what's going to be in it we won't know until friday morning slash afternoon when this episode gets posted it'll probably already be out so go swing by humble bundle go look at the what the monthly bundle is. Uh, if you are signing up for the first time and you use our affiliate link, you help support the show. Uh, we get a kickback off of that and you get a discounted rate for jumping in for that first month. So please go check that out. And uh, if you see something you like, please grab it. Also, anything, as always, that you get on Humble, if you're using our link, uh, I believe it's for 48 hours after you click our link and go to the site. If you've never ordered before, your first purchase helps the show out. So if you see something you like, grab it. Uh, one other thing I wanted to quickly highlight on fanatical 2 is there's an atari vault for classic atari games it includes 100 games it's on sale for 90 percent off right now it's only a dollar so you can grab that code on steam as well if you 
you're into the retro games. So that's it. That's everything. Uh, there's tons of stuff. I, I, these bundle sites are embracing the stay at home initiative. They are making things cost next to nothing. There are potentially hours, hundreds of hours of enjoyment in your future. If you shop these sites and see what they are. And if you use our code over at humble, you help the show. And you support our charity in the process. So that's all good stuff. All right, we're going to get out of here. This is the final volume of episode 215. You can find all of our ads and information over at giantsizeteamup.com. Click on the Breaking the Panel box, or you can just type in giantsizeteamup.com slash Breaking the Panel, and you'll have all our show notes and all our information. And we're working on for the podcast, getting the voiceover that does all that. Tony, real quick, where can they find you, man? Hey, yeah, uh, everything I do is at tonyphenderson.com. Uh, you can also check out Tony P. Oddcast. Uh, relatively new show it's all weird and wacky crazy news uh, in fact just just today I recorded an episode um about tupac Shakur filing for unemployment in kentucky so okay. if you want to hear about it listen to tony <laughs> p oddcast um and yeah it's a funny story a bunch of funny stories and yeah that's it man thank you thank you for having me and uh always fun good we're glad you're here next time prepare a little better but pull it out you did a good job yeah and show up on time dude damn (laughs) thanks everybody for coming and uh tuning in here on twitch live we appreciate you all and we'll be back next week at 8 p.m eastern do more of these shenanigans Breaking the Panel is the flagship podcast on the Giant Size Team-Up Network. You can support the show at patreon.com slash breaking the panel, and you'll find more of our amazing podcasts at giantsizeteamup.com. Giant Size Team-Up.